Welcome to the very first episode on this podcast. In this episode, I want to go over the basics of getting into the yachting industry as a crew member. The main process is the same for everyone. The only difference is the required courses according to the department that you would want to work in. Okay, so before we go through the steps of what you need to do, I'm just quickly going to break down the departments for you. There are four main departments, and they are interior, deck, engineering, and galley. For the interior, you will be looking for roles as a stewardess or steward. Here you have roles in service, laundry, housekeeping, valet service, etc. Now remember, depending on the size of the vessel, you will most likely work in all of these, so you have to realize that it will not just be service-based. This is the department in which you can work your way all the way up to chief stewardess or even a purser, depends on the size of the vessel. Next up, we have the deck department. This is mainly working outside, maintaining the deck and the vessel exterior, driving smaller boats, doing or monitoring water sports with guests, as well as sitting watch, etc. This is where you would start if you want to work your way up to being a captain one day. The next one is engineering. There are a few different areas here like mechanical, electrical, etc. On the smaller vessels, this will also be more of an all-rounded role. Only on the larger vessels will you find engineers to specific areas. Your role will involve the maintenance and repairs of the engines and electrical systems on board as well as all these systems on the water toys. The last department that I want to talk about is the galley. If you want to be a chef or you are already a chef, then this is your area. On the larger vessels, there will be a crew cook or a sous chef as well as a head chef. In this type of environment, the main chef will mostly cook for the guests I mean, when there are guests on board. And then the second chef will take care of the nutrition of the crew. So depending on which role you choose, you will have to do other necessary courses in order to get you into that role. But let me quickly talk about the two basic certifications that you would need to get a job on board. Number one is the STCW. This is your basic safety training and it involves safety at sea, first aid, firefighting and prevention, etc. The second certificate is an MTA ENG1 or equivalent. This is basically your medical certificate. This is just to make sure that you are fit for a life at sea. There are equivalents to the ENG1, but a vessel that is MTA compliant might require an ENG1 only. So it's a safer bet just to get the ENG1 as your medical certificate right from the beginning. It's important to note that no vessel will even consider looking at your CV unless you have these two qualifications or certificates. This is a minimum requirement. Okay, let's move on to the steps that you would have to do in order to get into the yachting industry. Next up, you will do a few other courses in order to give you a better chance of getting into the industry according to the role that you would want. Then, you would need to craft your CV according to the template that you will find in the write-up of this episode. Once that is all done, you will need to choose a yachting hotspot in which to go and base yourself to start looking for work. This step is crucial. Yachting is not like cruise ships where they will fly you out from your home country, especially if your home country is quite far from where the yachting hotspots are. Your absolute best chance to land that first job is to be where the boats are. It's plain and simple. Think of it this way. Imagine you have been put in charge of getting a florist for an upcoming event and you are currently based in France. Will you consider flying someone in from the United States or the Philippines? 
Probably not. There's more than just the flights and visas involved. There's also food, accommodation and travel to consider. If you base yourself where the boats are and network with crew already working on board, then that would be the best way to get into the industry. A huge beneficial factor when looking for work is to consider finding some day work. This is something that you can add to your CV and it will greatly help you towards finding your dream role as you will have some more experience of the procedures and schedules and work on board. Another thing to remember is that networking with other crew and building a great reputation for yourself will really help you not just with getting your first job but also throughout your career. And that's all it takes. The hardest part is getting your first job. But once you're in, then you're in. And finding work after that will be easy. Provided that you have nurtured a good reputation, of course. <laughs> the industry is smaller than you think. And that's it for this episode. I hope you found this useful. For more information on all the specific courses required for each department, you can either check it out online or you can sign up to my masterclass as I dive deep into this as well as all of the other essentials that you need to know in order to get into the industry and so much more. For more info on that, you can drop me an email directly at digitaldre2020 at gmail.com. Until next time, stay awesome.